yes, it's that time again. It's yet another brand new episode of Liquor and Lyrics, the podcast that's, let's face it, entered your top 10 favourite podcast, but probably isn't touching the top three just yet. Yes, every week we sit here and drink, just basically take the piss out of a popular song that has some questionable lyrics. So hold your nose, because here comes the cold water that is some proper highbrow music chat. Joining me, Nick, it's a man whose last hit was The Tree. It's Mark Boland. No, it isn't. It's my friend Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I apologise to the family of Mark Boland and of the car he destroyed. That's the real it's a loser. Mi- minis everywhere. To the Pink mini family. Well. A pink mini belonging to Gloria Jones, who sang the original version of Tainted Love. Really? Where I don't get go? to host many pub quizzes these days. <laughs> yeah, can tell. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. We're, we're podcast first tonight. We're recording this on a Sunday evening. It's a slightly different vibe, yeah, perhaps. Nice, Sunday evening. There's another podcast first tonight that I will flag up when it arises so if that isn't an entice to keep listening then i don't know what is i am very excited to do this song tonight because there's a funny story about why we're doing this song well i say funny it's funny it's kind of funny well the song well the reason we're doing this song is because we we were looking at different songs to do and we thought could we do would, would rockstar by nickelback work as a song to do would the lyrics have enough material in there Yes, we do check that before, unbelievably. And we so I googled Rockstar lyrics. What came up wasn't Rockstar by Nickelback. It was the lyrics to Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. And I have to say, after reading the first six lines, I think I said to you, Nick, Google these lyrics because I think we've got ourselves a song. And here we are. But before, shall we, shall we have a listen to the song? I suppose so. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. Brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on the Uzi and show up, man, them the shot toss. There it is. Sounds like every other song that I don't listen to that's in the charts. Tonight, I'm going to reveal something. I'm so fucking annoyed. Genuinely, really, really. It's about 23, 24 years since I got into Eminem as a kid. And to think I've gone from that <laughs> fuck you've ever listened to this week. I'm so annoyed. Really, really miffed that I've had to listen to this. Don't don't know Post Malone much. I know I know what he looks like. He's white, isn't he? Just to clarify that. He's white, yeah. Very much so, yes. Yeah, yeah. So so there are parallels to Eminem there. And that's pretty much where the parallels end. They're both rappers and one's white rappers that's my um, issue the, the fact that the parallels <laughs> end there i thought maybe maybe he's had to deal with the same things eminem did growing up wanting to be a white rapper and i just heard it and thought Don't is he american you. is he english yes it's it, it is an song, but obviously we've got a lot to say about the the lyrics as we go as i'm sure you'll have gathered if you read them yourselves before or listen to the song before joining us here but before we do that we'll have a little chat about the alcohol we've chosen to accompany this Song, I was going to say something either positive or disparaging about the song there, and I just chose indifference, just said song. I'm with as far as this song goes, I'm currently striving for indifference. I wish I was indifferent towards it. Things would be a lot easier for the next 45 minutes if I was. Let's uh, let's find let's out. play the alcohol jingle, shall we? Alcohol will help, it usually does. Alcohol. alcohol, what have you gone for to accompany this? Fine song on this fine Sunday evening. So because I was so annoyed at having to listen to the song, not only having to listen to the song, having to listen to the song whilst looking at the lyrics, 
which is something I've not done since I used to read Smash Hits as a kid. That was the last time I looked at the song while reading the lyrics. Very upsetting. I thought, I'm going to have to treat myself to one of my favourite drinks. So, I uh, three supermarkets later, I thought I found one that had the beer I was after. It's a brewery mm. in Wales called Tiny Rebel that you might be familiar with. And I am drinking mm, there. Yeah. Club Club Tropica, which was formerly called Club Tropicana until oh, yeah. Coca-Cola, the owners of Tropicana, sued them. Oh, really? Not yeah. George, Ma- not not one, not Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it wasn't. But uh, three hundred and thirty mil the cans, which is your standard soft drink size can. Mm-hmm. I had a work around nice. now. Put two. I put two of them into a pint glass. It's bloody beautiful. It, it, this is the one lager that I could just happily drink. Normally, you're the same as me. You can have a few few beers to start with, and then you get on spirits or cocktails. Mm. This lager, I could happily just drink this lager for for an all day session because it just goes down so easily. Does it? Tastes like lager mixed with umbongo. Kind of, yeah, but in a nice way. In a nice way. <laughs> I meant that in a nice way. It's an umbongo. Okay, so yeah, oh, that sounds that sounds nice. It's probably my favorite. It's the lagers that they've been my favorites. Uh, uh, how does that? I may have missed the link here. Apologies if I did, but I think you told me before that that you drink linked to the song, kind of. No, no, I was just that annoyed at having to listen to this song. <laughs> oh, right, that was the link. Okay, I thought, right, I'm, I'm getting my favourite lager. I have gone for a, a cocktail, as is my usual want. And the cocktail in question is called Fucked by a Rockstar. Yes, that's Fucked oh, by a Rockstar. Well, uh, we best get this podcast done before the roofies kick in, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> this drink is a a mixture of you can either go vodka or bourbon i went bourbon obviously as you regular listeners will know is my favorite you know a shot of that i went a bit higher than a shot because i thought fuck it buy a rock star something over the yard then some triple sec and some um fruits juice of which i went with orange juice fresh lime juice and honey and i have to say it is a rat, which is called a Sydney Sunrise, by the way. That mixture of drinks, the orange juice, fresh lime juice, and honey. And I have to say, slip the hypnol in, and it becomes fucked by a rock star. Done. I have to say, boozy, but it's nice. Yeah, kind of a imagine bourbon with some fruit and some honey and some uh, yeah, and some triple sec. Well, a bit like a kind of, but, but actually, it tastes a bit like the the actual honey JD, like the the what is it the. You know what I mean? The kind of yeah, honey JD. It tastes a bit like that, actually. That's kind of yeah. Oh yeah, I can't bother that. Yeah, and obviously the song is called Rockstar, so that's the link. But I'm guessing you will put put that together without me needing to make that connection for you. But if you know. they didn't, if if they didn't, should they should be punished in some way? You'd imagine you have to listen to all this now. <laughs> Malone's Rockstar on a loop for 24 hours. This might cheer you up. Let's let's have some information on the song that you hate. It's going to be good information to cheer you up. Rockstar, as we've already established by Post Malone, featuring Atlanta-based rapper 21 Savage. It was released on September 15th, 2007 by Republic Records as the lead single from Malone's second studio album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Really, it's not going to cheer you up, this, is it? Uh, in two, <laughs> The song was written alongside Cal Rosen, Joey Badass, but it's not just Joey Badass, he replaces the S's with two dollar signs. And producer, that's how you know he's a badass. I bet his mother, Mrs. Badass, can't believe a lot. Only, like, a, what's happened? only a pussy would just use two S's. 
and producers Louis Bell and Tank God. More on that in a bit. So, so four writers. Oh, well, actually, including 21 Savage and Post Malone. Six writers this song had, which is a liquor and liquor. Oh, that's another first, I guess. That's a new high for the amount of writers the song has. Although, I guess the Spice Girls had seven if the Spice Girls, I don't believe the Spice Girls were that involved in the writing of that song. Yeah. Now. Despite receiving mixed reviews by music critics, the track became the artist's most successful hit single to date, reaching number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 and reached the top spot in several other countries, including Australia, Canada, Greece, Portugal, Romania, Ireland, New Zealand, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark, and Old Blighty. The UK. Oh, I was hoping we uh, <laughs> exercise a bit of taste. There. Of course, we haven't. Come on, you live it. <laughs> it became both Post Malone and Twenty One Savage's first number one single in all the countries mentioned. The song was nominated for Record of the Year and Best Rap Performance at the 61st Annual Grammy Awards. Rockstar received mixed reviews from music critics. Spin.com reviewed the song's unofficial video by stating the chorus loop may be a weirdly hypnotic post fine marketing gimmick, but it seems like it worked. Rockstar is both Post Malone's and 21 Savage's first ever number one single, meaning this probably won't be the last time an artist attempts to boost the trap by distilling its catchy section into a standalone product. Maybe in the future we'll all listen to seconds-long hooks on endless extended loops. Spin and Time both named the song one of the worst of 2017. I'd argue there that, um, you know, not, not that mixed, those reviews, um, but, <laughs> to be honest with you. But here we are at the song, Nick. Here we are at the lyrics. Uh, we kind of get a... Just a bit of, but we like. I like it when, as I've said before, I like it when there's a bit of spoken word at the beginning of, of songs. And what we get here is a is a laugh, a ha 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 Tank God, which we now know, you know what that is. And a a a a Tank God. <laughs> that might be the best Irish accent I've ever done. I mean, the the only Irish accent I can do relates to the Troubles, so I can't not have to do it. So yeah, the opening there, just someone laughing, a bit bit sinister in the actual track. To be honest, I felt actually quite a sinister laugh. And then well, I was going to pull them up. No Slim Shady. Well, when I looked at them, I, I was going to pull up Tank God as like a stupid thing because I thought it was them saying like Tank God or something like that. But it's the name of the producer. So, well, name. Which makes it you even use more that stupid. term loosely. Someone's <laughs> willingly going by that name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, can't all have excellent names like Joey Badass with two dollar signs, can you? So, you know, that one was taken. What are you going to do? Maybe um, maybe that's how all these people met, like Tank God and Joey Badass. Maybe there's some support group for parents, for kids who have been given stupid names by their parents. And mm. maybe that's how they met. And they sit in a circle and like, first time here tonight, isn't it? Yeah. My mom called me Tank God. Joey Badass pipes up. You think you got problems? Do you think anyone like, badass. do you think anyone ever comes in and goes, why bother having a support group? Why don't you all just change your name legally by default? Everyone goes, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. We're always sat here every week moaning about this, but it could be easily fixed. Oh, is it the emotional damage that's been left by having a parent that was willing to call you Joey Badass with $2 signs at birth? Is that the true nature of what the, the psychologist is dealing with rather than just... Yeah, I, don't a... think, I don't think I can trust someone called Joey Badass to go and complete the process to change his name. He'll probably come back and be like, oh, I've changed my name now. It's Joseph Thundercunt or something. <laughs> I'm like, Joey, you made it worse. Everyone has problems, Nick. Everyone has problems. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a creative outlet, at least. Well, And then, obviously, then that was A-A. Why not? Why bloody not put a couple of A's in there, eh, Nick? If you're going to put ha and Tank God in there, you might as well. If you're going to start name-checking the production referencing, you might Referencing as well. the producer, yeah. Or slash writer. Bet you wrote that line. <laughs> you just put your name down, Tank. 
Mr. God. <laughs> I thought it was just at the top of, you know when you're doing your work at school and you write your name at the top of the paper. But that's that, that was literally it. Tank God was writing the lyrics down. He's just written his name Tank God, age 34 and a half. And he went for a piss, came back, and they went, We really like that lyric you put in there with your name. That was clever. And he went, yeah, Yep. Yep. Meant, meant to do that. Thank God he was there. That's what I say, Nick. <laughs> so the first actual lyric here of this one is I've been fucking hose. This was the line that got me in when we accidentally Googled it, I think. That, that caught my attention. I was about to research it, and then I went, uh-huh. I've been fucking hose and popping pillies. Man, I feel like a rock star. Degrading. No need that, for that. You know what I don't understand is I see people getting in trouble all the time for stuff. TV shows, you know, comedians, everyone. Be constantly pulled up and questioned over stuff that said maybe even years ago and yet hip-hop and rap it's just fine no one minds this song went to number one only recently really (laughs) like absolutely immune to it yeah and in real life as well like whenever i go around calling women hoes i get in trouble really in the office you know hr i get involved (laughs) i just don't i just it's not fair why is it fair that they just get to say what what they want and no one minds because they go well that's that's what they're about in it so it's fine no one else gets that pass, do they? No one else gets that. You don't get someone that's a notorious paedophile and people go, oh, well, you know, it's what he's about, so just let it go. It's just his thing. It's just his thing. Just let him go. Bless him. Oh, I wish for a week where paedophilia doesn't come up in this podcast. That's what I, uh... <laughs> I do it's like wish when for you've that. Got that weird... I don't know if I do wish for when that. The... When you've got the weird kid at school who like pretends to be a dinosaur and stuff, and you just be like, oh, it's just his thing, leave him alone. He's not hurting Yeah, anymore. exactly, yeah. That sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, so that's what I feel. The, the rap, rap music and hip-hop just seems to get away with saying whatever the fuck they want, and no one cares. Yeah. Does he feel like a rock star doing that? Because, no, or is it... Uh, well, yeah. isn't a rock star thing, it's coke. Lines of coke is the rock star cliche. Well, he gets to that, Nick, he gets to that. But, well, but like, is he just thinking a rock star doing that because he's Post Malone, though? Is it cause and effect? Because, because if I was, like, sleeping with a lot of different women... And like popping pills constantly, illegal pills, presumably, or even in America, they love to do, you know, you, you pharma drugs as well, don't they? So I don't think that would be rock star like behavior. I think that would me be spiraling into a sex and drug addiction. To be honest, it's clearly I've got some deep seated issues that I'm trying to bury with that lifestyle. I don't think it'd be rock star at all. So I, I think, think it's more because of who he is. After a couple of weeks of that lifestyle, I think I'd be sat on the edge of the bed crying. The the poor woman I've just spent the night with, they'd be like, oh, what's the matter? I'd be like, I've just done for three weeks <laughs> i can't it's something he's to i can't keep doing this and then by like three o'clock and he's had a shower and that and he's like right i'm feeling a bit better and then by five right. o'clock he's taking his first drink yeah seven o'clock he's on his first pill decking his first hoe of the evening i imagine uh, his words not mine <laughs> what pills but... do you, what pills do you think he's popping You've got your Xanax, mm. you've got your Quaaludes, Quaaludes. Quaaludes uh, have been gone since like the early 90s, mate. So he's not having any of them. More's okay. the pity. You can't get them anymore. Oxycontin, um, Percocet. Oxycontin, Percocet. Almost Loving definitely. Oxy, the pillies that he's talking about. Yeah, I don't think it's MDMA. I think it's I think it's Oxy. They fucking love Oxy. Oh, prescription over there, isn't it? They bloody love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The pharmaceutical companies there are basically worse than the cartel in mexico so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, quite so yeah but but i didn't know i did think popping pillies is a phrase that you'd hate i imagine is when i when i first read it i thought nick will hate that phrase. in isolation in isolation usually i i was ready to to blow my top reading the first line of this and that be but compared to the rest of it it's, I've, I've come to terms with it to be honest it's, it's very un me but have we ruled out have we ruled out that Pillies is another rapper? So he's fucking hoes and he's popping Pilly, like shooting him. You know? I mean... Or fucking I, him, popping that's him. Pre- that's preferable. 
<laughs> That's preferable to what we've got. <laughs> like, you know, Joey Badass, Tank Garden, Pillies. Pillies is a bit of a... Pillies is like someone's cousin that they have to have here. Like, oh, okay, his mum his mom asked if I could bring him along. And they're like, yeah, fair yeah. enough. He's fair developmentally enough. disabled. He has to come along. <laughs> they have Pillies. They call him Pillies because it's like he's on pills because he's that much of an yeah, idiot. Yeah. But he's not. The irony is he's not. He's the only person in the room that isn't. <laughs> so he's popping hey pillies. Guys, I don't you know what popping it means. From the trash. Next line. All my brothers got like gas. Should be popping Rennies then, really. Never mind pillies, I'd say, if that was the case. <laughs> Gavis gone. That's <laughs> what he should be popping, I imagine, there. Is Gavis gone another one of the producers? One of the unfortunately named <laughs> producers. Gavis gone and Rennies. MC um, Rennie. What would their thing be? Oh, they'd be like, because does he actually mean here, like, well, because if he, if he means gas, he's like, he's fucking the hose. But he's like belching and farting. He's got acid coming up, trying to hold it in. So he's just like, he's fucking him, but he's going like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he's got that much, you know, when the acid's coming up really severe and you don't, you can't feel focus on anything else. Just going, are you losing your erection? Give me some, give me those fucking, re- <laughs> Joey, give me some of those fucking Rennies now. And then Tank Joey, God's going, I've got some liquid form of Gaviscon if you'd like that. He goes, yes. <laughs> Joey um, doesn't have Rennies. Someone with the, with the surname Badass does not carry around. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe badass with two s's wouldn't be have the foresight to carry around rennie's neck but baddie joey badass with two dollar signs definitely is a man that i would trust he's got, to carry he's got, he's got the cash. acid reflux to get some rennie's <laughs> yeah. he's, he's spend those dollies on dollies dollies now popping dollies he's just popping several different indigestion relief pills just trying to keep that acid down because you know if you do emotion as well it can start to feel like you're going to be sick as well so he doesn't want to throw up on the hose does he you just want to orgasm and have acid reflux at the same time. That'd be kind of counterintuitive for everyone. Or does he mean like, I guess he means gas, like chatting shit, right? Gas, yeah. you know, when you say it's yeah. gassing. So if they did, so if it was a gas, if there was two rappers called Rennie and Gaviscon that were there, that they'd be called that because they stop people talking gas. Like when people are chatting shit, they're like, yo, hang on, dog. We don't talk that shit in game in this studio. Yeah. And then, and then anytime someone goes to say shit after that, they just go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did I say? What did I say, bitch? Yeah, who fucking invited Gaviscon again? And yeah, but hopefully it is that and not gas problems because no one wants a lot of farting and burping in a room where imagine part, being friends with going Imagine being friends with like mm. Post Malone and the gang. He's like, Oh guys, I've I've written a song about you. It's like what a world famous rapper's written a song about me. This is amazing. Then you listen to it and it's about and your rapper mate is just rapping about how you're fat and burp and have acid reflux while you're shagging. Just, yeah, not how you'd want to be known, is it really? Not really. Imagine, not really. imagine this song comes on in a club and you're like, "This song's about me." So, like, oh yeah, which bit? The uh, popping pillies and fucking hoes. The uh, the bit about switching his whip and coming back in back. <laughs> Try again. The thing is, when they when they're chatting gas, Nick, they're all, they always be smoking like a rasta. Fair enough, really. I, I was going to say it was stereotyping, but it's not, is it? <laughs> you know that what? is very specifically it's... something a rasta does, right? Is smoke weed, so that is part of it, right? And so. Fair enough, really. As someone who's who smokes a bit every now and again, there's nothing worse than people who make weed their whole personality. Yeah, fair enough, really. Rasta smoking weed. Yeah, apparently they chat gas, chat shit, gassing when they're on weed. Of all the things they're on, weed's the least likely to make you get acid reflux, probably. But the next line, yeah, I just, I just is... want to have some fucking nachos, man. To be honest, that well, they'll, they'll give you gas though if they're in the thirties. Yeah. These people, which I imagine. They are, unless Savage 21 oh, is 21. Well, then well, then that name has a shelf life if he is Savage 21. <laughs> <laughs> He's 21. It has a specific shelf life that well, <laughs> I, be I think it was like, I think it's like when he was, when he was setting up his, 
his his first email address when he's like 15, 16, he's like savage, it's like unavailable. It's like savage two. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like savage, savage twenty one you know, at gmail.com. I don't know. Post Malone, I don't know why he's called Post Malone. Is it because his music he's like he's a gangster, but it's like it's, it's like not like Bugsy Malone style gangster. He's post Malone. He's like modern art, postmodern, you know. He's a ga- he's a modern gangster. He's post Malone. He's not like your average Bugsy Malone gangster. Well, maybe it's a Bugsy maybe, Malone reference. Maybe pre Malone. Maybe pre Malone is what comes out when you're getting ready to rap. Well, actually, pre Malone is the cream they subscribe you when you fuck a hoe and pop pillies. So, <laughs> gets rid of that rash in seconds. <laughs> Fucking with me, call upon a Uzi. Very specific gun that. Very specific gun that usually isn't to hand unless you're part of the Yakuza in the late 90s or early 2000s. It's gone from 1 to 100 with the fucking hoes and popping pillies, going to calling up an Uzi, and then it's gone from 100 to a million with the, the choice of gun. It's of all the guns to pull out? I don't know this crazy gangster lifestyle, Nick, really, but... You, you surprised me. <laughs> Sipping a cocktail, a fruit-flavoured cocktail on a Sunday evening doing a podcast, you surprised me. You've got honey in your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my host called, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I don't know this crazy gangster lifestyle. And when you sl- but when you slay in several different hoes and pop in a variety of pills, maybe you are likely to have an, uh, an Uzi readily available. I don't know. If that's a, if it, those are the circles you that you like to move in, then it's quite possible. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, but it just seems like a strange gun to have. And Uzi, I would have thought you'd have like a pistol or a shotgun or something at the yeah. go. Like, yes, yeah, something. I mean, Uzi is very specific. How are you going to pistol whip someone if you're not using a pistol? No, mate, all like I say, I'm not a gangster. <laughs> are they? Why? Why Who's do they? you pistol whip? I mean, the point of a gun is that you don't have to hit people with it. So why why do, why is pistol whipping a thing? Because it's a way of showing authority about shooting someone, which is usually quite a big aim it at them. End, life ending thing. That yeah, that's true. Me. Yeah, not gangsters, mate. They don't care about having a gun aimed at them. That's like just average Tuesday morning. <laughs> if, if you'd if you'd thought I'd done something to respect to respect disrespect your crew, and then you dragged me in. As soon as you pointed a gun at me, even if I'd not done it, I'd be like, yeah, sorry, it was me, mate. I'm really sorry. <laughs> this is why I'm you don't have a crew to be disrespecting it. people with, because you did suddenly oh, no. be going, no, please don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it was him. Pants, it was him. Piss dribbling on the floor. <laughs> Johnny Redpants over there. Call up on as well, because that's a weird phrase, and it's not like I'm going to call someone to bring an Uzi. It's call up on an Uzi, a Uzi, not call up on an yeah. like call up on a Uzi. Correct. It's almost as if you're calling the Uzi for help, like it's a sentient being. Like you've got, like you're ringing it, and the Uzi's like, "Hello," and he's like, "Yeah, I need you. Got some, uh, got some guys here. Need you, need you to come down." He's like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, I'm going to uh, need you to shoot some people. <sighs> Just put me sweatpants on. <laughs> I haven't been called on since 2002 in Japan. I don't need. I wasn't expecting this. I moved to Atlanta for a quiet life. No one told me. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's calling up on an Uzi anyway. He just didn't say it right, did he?" To pill that out of his mind, probably. Um, <laughs> and and show six writers. And uh, the next line is, and show up, man, them the shotters. Shotters can mean no idea what that means. No idea what that shooters. means. Shooters, shooters, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Also, also means drug dealer as well in some places. Shotter, but shotter with an Does A really? is definitely shooter, person with a gun. Yes, you're more gangster than I gave you credit for, Nicholas. 
It's sad. <laughs> Again, though, okay, so it might be either a drug dealer so and show up man, them the shotters. So they're either the drug dealers or they're also someone being shot potentially as well. Again, possibly the gun being a sentient being there and show up man, them the shotters. It's like he's saying to the gun. So the gun's took, he's gone, all right, fucking hell. He's taking his sweatpants off. He said to his, he's gone to his wife, I'm, I'm going out. She's his wife's a, a handgun. Why not? She's a, a big cult. She's a cult. <laughs> and she's like, where are you going at this hour? I thought you were just having a drink and coming to bed. He's going, oh, fucking Post Malone's called me. I've got to go fucking shoot some gangsters. She's like, what? I shoot the gangsters. He goes, what about the baby bullet? What about the baby bullet? Because like, I've got to look after him. Like, I won't be long. I'll be back for 10. She's like, well, I've got a big money on the table. Put food on the table. I'm gonna... He's going, God, leave me alone. Storms out of the house. Gets in his like Volkswagen station, Volkswagen station wagon. He's like, what's that? He's going, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. My fucking life. I never should have left Japan. God, I was shagging fucking, uh, I don't know what a sexy with Women with the genitalia blurred out. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was part of drug wars. It was amazing. I was, but I, you know, I was on so much coke and at the time, and, you know, I was missing shots. So I had to get out of there. Whole thing collapsed. <laughs> he drives over to Post Malone. He pulls up, going right here. We go. He goes in. He goes right. I want need the money up front. Post Malone. You can have half now, half on the job's done. He's like, fine. Takes half of his money, and he goes. And then Post Malone goes. Glad you showed up, man. Them the shotters. That's people you got to shoot. And he goes and does it. Then I imagine he gets paid the other half. Drives his station back wagon home, slightly depressed because he wasn't planning on killing anyone ever again, but he needs the cash. What are you going to do? Pulls up, goes in. Um, his wife's asleep. He looks down at his baby bullet daughter in the wrapped in a little blanket in the crib, and he's looking at it, and he thinks, I need to change my ways. I never, I swore I'd never be this man once she was born. He has a little cry, and he makes a sandwich, has a glass of whiskey. I was going to say shoots himself in the head, but I don't know how a gun would kill itself <laughs> effectively. I guess he disassembles himself i don't know <laughs> i mean as, as, as far as the go, that's a strange one so the next line is when my homies pull up on your block they make that thing go grrr ta 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 pow 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 a a well, which one he's... is it <laughs> oh, he suddenly decided to go all 1960s batman on us here hasn't he with that kind of like Holy Post Malone, Batman, the Joker's been smoking like a raster and fucking me with an Uzi. His homies have just pulled up. And then they all enter a run forward shooting. Batman and Robin, like, acrobatically avoid all the bullets by ducking and yeah. diving, but also simultaneously moving themselves closer to the villains at the same time as they're ducking and diving. Batman knocks an Uzi out of one of the guards' hands and then punches him, so it goes pow. And then Robin does the same, but with a karate kick. Pow! And then the easy goes off. Grrr, ta ta ta. Once all the men are taken down, they, they pause to catch the breath before another gang of homies with Uzis running. I imagine because there's always a second batch, isn't there? It doesn't just end there. <laughs> and then Robin goes, "Holy shot, is Batman? These brothers got that gas." And he goes, "Not to worry, Robin. I have my anti-homies spray with me." And he goes, "Thank God for that." <laughs> Batman <laughs> sprays. The, Batman sprays the gang who pass out, dropping the guns naturally. And he goes, "Robin." I bet these homies had wished they'd stayed homies. He goes, oh, Batman. And then the, the uh, applause. And then he goes, wait, why didn't you just use the spray for the first gang as well? <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode. Imagine. It looked fine. Nothing else. And that was the Post Malone guest starring episode of Batman and Robin starring Adam West. And ironically, the actor that played Robin did end up spiral into a fucking hose and popping pillies. Oh, actually, not hose, though, was it? New. No. Wasn't hosed. He was. Yeah, not. <laughs> Switch my whip 
came back in black. So does he, I don't know, does he mean car here? Is that what he means? Uh, is, are you going to yeah. regale me with your gangster again? Is that what he means? Whip? Yeah. I know he yeah. means car, but what if he also likes being whipped, Nick? Have you considered that? I mean, if he doesn't, it's pretty much the only thing he's not into. Pretty much. I mean, if you fucking hose a popping pillies, somebody's getting whipped. Pistol whipped, perhaps. <laughs> yes, yes, the inexplicable pistol whip. So he, he changed his car and came back in a black one. Is that what he's saying here? Is there a... It's a mark of respect to the dead, Dan. <laughs> All people who've gone down. He then says, in, as well, maybe mark of respect with the car in black, like you say. I'm starting saying, rest in peace to Bon Scott. And then 21 Savage goes, Scott, hey. The now, lead singer of ACDC, that's an odd reference. Is that who they killed? Why is he getting involved in this? <laughs> that's why he's come back in I black. Mean, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, Bon Scott is a grown man who went around in a school uniform until his death. So <laughs> Are they saying that he's the perfect rock star here? Is that what they're trying to get at? Yeah. He was the epitome yeah. of a rock star. And that's why he's come yeah. back in black, obviously. Now, would they really want him there? No. Like, who's I... this old dude in a school uniform? What's do, going on? Do rappers notoriously respect ACDC and Bon Scott? Well, yes, because I'd imagine back in black has been sampled a lot. I would mm. imagine. I'd imagine yeah, that guitarist yeah. could easily be sampled yeah, for a bit of rap. Yeah. yeah, an odd person to reference, though, isn't it? Bond Scott of all. Oh. I guess that he was the epitome. Carry on. <laughs> Who would you reference if there was? <laughs> yeah. Who would you reference as the ultimate rock star if you were writing lyrics? Who's the epitome of a rock star for you? Do you think? Whatever well, that term means, that... which this song is flawed say, uh... in its approach anyway. But I'd have to say Kid Rock. I think. I mean, he's got Rock in his name. I'd have to say Bono. Yeah, there we go, and that's yeah. the show over with. <laughs> There's more to that. rock stars than this. <laughs> <laughs> What's more rock and roll than flying a cap across the world just so you you don't do a bad gig? Hey, if, if, if you're genuinely asking for who I'd put up as the epitome of a rock star, Bono. I'd say Lemmy. I'd say, in terms of what's been sung about in this song, Lemmy. I don't know yeah, why we're arguing about Bono. Clearly, what's more rock star than flying your cap halfway around the world? Getting money for Africa and doing a song with Ronan Keaton. You tell me what's more rock star than those three things, Nick, and I'll accept that Lemmy is a better rock star. So, okay, Bon Scott, we'll just move past that. Whatever. He was the most uh, gangster rock star that they could think of for this. But close that door. We blow in smoke. She asked me light a fire like I'm Morrison. And then 21 Savage, son, hey. Right. <sighs> Can I just say before you divulge on this, because I know I think you'll have more an issue with this than I do. Our second Morrison name reference in a hot Billboard 100 number one hit, Nick, on this podcast, mate. Like, because Ed Sheeran did Van the Man. Different Morrisons, obviously, but Van the Man. And now the reference to Jim Morrison, obviously. Yeah, so maybe that's a secret to a hot Billboard number one. If you're an aspiring artist, take note. Reference a Morrison. Maybe next time, reference Morrison's The Supermarket. But if if I was into the whole seance thing and believed it did anything, you know, contacting the dead and stuff like that. Imagine yep. you're doing imagine you're doing a Ouija board <laughs> and and you manage to make a connection with like Bon Scott and Jim Morrison. And they'll be like, yeah. Oh, so what what's my legacy like? It's like you would not believe it. Like <laughs> your songs have been your songs have been sampled and covered by everyone from Will Young to Snoop Dogg. You know, Jack Black was influenced by Bon Scott in the film School of Rock. And he'd done all this stuff. Oh, um, Post Malone's a big fan. They'd be like, what? And then you'd have to, sh you'd have to show them the lyrics, and they'd be like, well, what's going on here? I'm glad I'm dead. 
Which one of the writing team on this do you think decided to reference Jim Morrison? If I was guessing right, I reckon one of two people ref brought up that reference. Wouldn't be Joey Badass with two um, dollar signs. It wouldn't be twenty one uh, Savage 21 or Post Malone or Tank God. I reckon Carl Rosen, <laughs> who doesn't sound like he quite fits in with this crowd. No. Or Lu- Louis, Bell. Louis Bell, I reckon as well, maybe brought that up. Maybe one of them two. Ding dong to his friends. But I reckon Carl Rosen is the most likely to be a, a Jim Morrison fan. Why is Louis Bell in? Louis, Louis Bell could easily he could call himself like Senor Ding or something, and that'd be an infinitely more street name than anything anyone else has ever come up with. Well, the thing is, that's just his name. <laughs> it's not a fake name. That's that's just his name. Louis Bell has worked with Halsey, Justin Bieber, Post Malone, Miley Cyrus, Five Seconds of Summer, Taylor Swift, DJ Khaled, Kanye West, and Frank Dukes. Pop music most prolific and accomplished and untethered freelancer of 2019. Untethered is not a word you should be using about someone in the music business. Untethered is not on air. Does what he wants, Louis Bell. Does what he wants. (laughs) It's a hell with the consequences. Act a fool on stage is the next line. I have nothing but agreement there. I imagine you do. Watch some videos. I can confirm he does. (laughs) Prolly. That's Prolly. Leave my fucking show in a cop car. Hey. <laughs> Prolly, don't like that. Don't like that. No. I hope you, everyone involved, and the audience all get taken away in cop cars and locked up forever, to be honest. Never to be seen or heard from again. That that would be my ideal scenario from this. Prolly. Awful. Who says that? Is that a thing that people say? It's a thing that he says. <sighs> anyway. Shit was legendary. Threw a TV out the window with a montage. I mean, throwing a TV out of the window is the lamest rock star thing now, right? That's like no. the lamest that you do to be legendary. That is so lame. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody wants to do that. You've got to give them respect for it, though. Imagine imagine being strung out on pills and stuff and having to lift up one of them old heavy TVs. Are you assuming he's in a... Window. Why are you it's assuming you're in like an old rundown motel? No, but but that was the day. De- that was the days. That was the days where that was that became a famous. Thing. Oh, he's right. Re- oh, sorry, he shit was legendary. Days. He's referencing um, Morrison again. Or Bon Scott is he? Because no, I think he's talking that... about himself, isn't he? He's saying I'll probably leave my fucking show in a cop car. The shit was legendary. Threw TV out the window of the montage. So he say on the news the montage of Post Malone getting arrested and kicking off. He's throwing a TV out of a window. And this song isn't that old, so I think he's in a high-rise hotel, nice hotel, and he's throwing a flat screen off the wall. Flat screen. The I just, I just think it's the lamest thing ever to say that you're like. On this song so far, they think being a rock star is to fuck some hoes, pop some pillies, and throw in a TV out of the window. It's just so boring of what people think. No mention of writing classic songs in between all that, well, which is what really most not. of the rock stars actually did. And anyway. Throwing TVs out of a window just became null and void when Michael Jackson dangled a baby out of a window. So, you know, yeah. that, that was the most rock star thing. Like, I raise you one baby to your TVs, Aussie. Take, take that, Keith Moon. <laughs> I just, I think it's a bit lame to hold a, <laughs> throw a TV out the window. No fucking baby. Changed it. Changed the game for me. And then next line, cocaine on the table, liquor pouring, don't give a damn. Here we go, Nick. First reference to liquor in a lyric on Liquor and Lyrics. And also on the whole rock star thing, right? By the way, the liquor pouring could be like liquid Gaviscon still. 
<laughs> just to point that out. Like, again, with this whole throwing the TV out, fucking hairs, popping pillies, this is so rock star. Cocaine and liquor pouring isn't exactly like some big rock star gangster thing. Most apartments around Manchester will be doing that every weekend. So I don't think that's yeah. like some huge thing. Like, oh, we've got cocaine and liquor pouring. Right. So does everyone. Get over it. Yeah. For someone who is like a big star, right, in this day and age, if you decide to get fucked and throw a TV out of a window, right, it would be filmed. It'd be all over social media. You'd get arrested. The the record label would be fuming because they weren't insured for that. The hotel will want recompense. Have you seen him recently, Post Malone? Not in he, person. I spoke to him on the phone. Probably have a, he should have told him you're doing this. <laughs> he, he, should, he should probably probably go for cocaine rather than the pills from what I've seen of him recently. He's not a well man. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the pills. Maybe the pills are like actual prescribed medication. But then he's counteracting it by doing cocaine again <laughs> and drinking liquor. And throwing TVs out of windows. He's he goes to his doctor and his doctor's like, have you been taking the medicine I prescribed? And he goes, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And you've been following my guidance that you don't have sex, drink alcohol, or take cocaine while you're on these drugs. Because we're trying, we're all working very hard here to get you better for your tour post. And he's like, yeah, honestly, 100% I'd be sick to it. And he goes, have you? And he goes, 100%. And he goes, well, let me just play this from this. Uh, notice this in the charts the other day was number one. Plays it. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies. Cocaine on the table. Liquor pouring. He's like, oh, that's fair enough. Don't give a damn. Disrespectful to us and the medical team here that we're trying to get you, trying to get you better. I don't know. Don't know what we're going to do with you, actually. If you weren't paying us millions of pounds, then I don't know what we'd be doing, to be honest, Mr. Malone. So disrespectful to his medical staff, I would say. All in behavior. Uh, next line, dude, your girlfriend is a groupie. She's just trying to get in, saying I'm with the band. Hey, hey, who cares? What her ends are. You just fucking hoes. Who cares about the hoes ends? You don't go, sorry, uh, so, you a hoe that wants to shag me, Ed? You only want to shag me because I'm rich and famous? Yes, get out of here now. Sorry, I only want hoes that like me as a person. <laughs> Maybe I only want hoes that have hoes. no agendas. Maybe when he said hoes at the start, he's specifically referring to sex workers. And it's like, if women come and offer it, he's like, no, no, I only pay for it. I only pay for it with questionable women that I meet on the street. He can't get an erection with women that actually love him due to a psychological affliction that he had from his mother as a child. So he can only fuck hoes that they don't respect or love him and they're just doing it for money. Yeah, it's the only way he can get off. It's a difficult life. Another support group. They're on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't understand why he's annoyed about this guy's girlfriend just being a groupie that's only sleeping with him because he's famous. I got some news for you, Post Malone. The only reason anybody's sleeping with you is because you're famous. <laughs> that's one of the beauties of being famous, to be quite honest with you. I don't... <laughs> Literally it. <laughs> why are you so annoyed by this? Now she's acting out of pocket trying to grab up on my pants. Again, what's the problem? She she wants you money and she's going to suck you off for it. This is what you wanted when you what signed you up want? to be a rock star. <laughs> now you're moaning about it. If you will fuck hoes and pop pillies, these are the kind of women you're going to attract. I think he was moaning about it and somebody, like, someone sat him down afterwards and was like, look. He's like, I just don't understand why I can't meet a woman that, that loves me for me, dad. He's just going, look, son, I told you. I've made no own. If you were going to go down this road of just fucking hoes and popping pillies, you were only going to attract this type of woman. You want to find a good, honest woman that loves you like your mother loved me, then, you know, you should have stayed working at the mill, <laughs> the family business, shouldn't you? But you decided to go down this road and do this. So these are the type of women you're going to attract. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to meet a woman that loves you. You just have to hope that you do. Um, who's next on the list to meet you? Let's find out. Oh, Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah, she sounds... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what the problem is. And and then, 
just moaning again. Hundred bitches in my trailer say they ain't got a man. They all brought a friend. Yeah, a a a. What the thumbs? Hey, how big's this trailer? A hundred? No, two hundred. Because they all brought a friend. Certainly bigger than your classic caravan, I'd say. We're going to end up with a hungry caterpillar situation here. <laughs> this, this is, is like a GCSE. It's like a GCSE question. If Post Malone has a hundred bitches in his trailer and they all brought a friend, how many square feet is the trailer? <laughs> how much cream alone is? You're going to need to get rid of the rash. <laughs> but yeah, like what, what? How many? How big's his trailer that he's got two hundred women in there, and they're all single? But, but they, ostentatiously big trailer. This is must be, but I guess that's what you get when you've got a hot 100 billboard hit. I guess now this we have now we have the 21 Savage bit coming up here. 21 Savage sounds like an address you wouldn't go to, doesn't it? 21 Savage Street, like like the witches the witches address in a kid's story. Like they say, oh yeah. no, if you need that sort, and you need to go and see Lady Hilda. He's like, what? The old lady that's rumored to be a witch. They're like, she's the only one that can help. He's like, oh, where does she live? 21 Savage Streets. And it turns out she was a nice witch in the end, so it's all good. I've been in the hills fucking superstars feeling like a pop star. 21, 21, 21. Not even a rock star now. Not even a rock star anymore. Not a rock star, but a pop star. Like, is he insinuating that rock stars fuck hoes from the street, but pop stars fuck superstars in Hollywood? Yeah. Because before the rock stars were fucking hoes and popping pillies, but the pop star, he's fucking. Because I disagree with that logic from what I've seen historically. It's a sizable misapprehension <laughs> that he's laboring under. Yeah. It really is. But that is, is not accurate. Why is 21 Savage getting them all? Surely Post Malone is the star of the song and be the one getting the superstar. Yeah, but you know, 21 Savage is looking for a woman, a superstar. Post Malone's just happy in his hotel room with some hoes, popping pillies because of his aforementioned troubles with his mother from his childhood whereas 21 savage is is out for what in superstars personal London won that game he's too emotionally scarred from from the incident at his uncle's wedding party so he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't get him he doesn't can't be doing with that he just wants the hose drinking henny bad bitch is jumping in the pool ever had the brandy hennessy yeah yeah i'm I quite like brandy actually yeah funny funny because in america a big part of the black culture henny um, there's a show called Atlanta that Donald Glover writes where Hennessy is a big part of the rap culture there in Atlanta as well, like 21 Savage. But um, Every time you say 21 Savage, I just want to go every single time. Here is something that I just remember like my grandparents drinking. So it seems strange that it's a big thing in the in the rap hip-hop scene, isn't it? The black culture. Do you know why it's a big thing in black culture, Nick? It's got an Irish name and there's nothing that Americans love more than pretending to be Irish. Black culture, I said. So I, don't, I, don't, I know, but I didn't, I didn't want to pigeonhole the black people as pretending to be Irish. So actually, interesting. After black soldiers fought in World War II, they were gifted Hennessy by the French as a thank you, which started the connection. But then Hennessy were also the first liquor company to place ads in black magazines in America. So therefore, it seeped into the black culture as something that they would drink. So there you go. You learned some facts, mm -hmm. some liquor facts on liquor and lyrics this week, everyone. Don't I'll, just stay here to I'll amuse you. you. I will see your Hennessy facts and I will raise you with another Hennessy fact. It was the official brandy supplier of the shooting of Tupac. Great. If he'd been carried, if he'd have, if he'd have been wearing a big overcoat before he got shot and put the Hennessy bottle in the inside yeah. large pocket of it and walk in, then they would have got shot and they would have drove off and everyone would have gone, "Oh my God, Tupac's been shot!" And he'd he'd, he'd go, <gasps> and he'd go, "Tupac, are you okay?" And he'd go, "Yeah." And then he'd pull out just the top with the, the cork in it still or whatever of the Hennessy bottle 
And then he'd look at the camera and go, man, that Hennessy, it stings. And give a wink to the camera and walk off. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole landscape of popular music would never have been the same again. But sadly, that didn't happen. No, he's just off, um, you know, running a laundromat in New Zealand or wherever he is. (laughs) And they ain't got on no bra. Bra. So he goes, they ain't got no bra, bra. And he's not saying like, he's not, he's not saying like brother. He's not going like bra. He's just saying bra again. And hit her from the back, ugh, pulling on her tracks. And now she's screaming out, no mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's gone weird. Now it's gone weird. It, she's this... saying no more. And he hit her from the back, pulling on the tracks. So the tracks, Probably the bra strap, bra strap. Oh, right. Hair. Okay. Oh, I thought he meant the like a tr- like bar strap. So is this sexual assault? Or... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> this this definitely like falls under the umbrella of sexual assault. Is she Spanish or, or South American? Or is she just saying no mass? Is, it, is this all fun? Is this all a bit of fun? Is it a... She loves it. She's there. She loves it. Oh, he's pulling on her tracks. And then she's like going, no mass, no mass, no mass in a sexy way. And then he fucks her. Maybe we're misreading it. I don't think... I think, I think if you're having sex with a woman and she's saying no more... I yeah. don't think there's a sexy way for that. No, she's going like, no mass, no mass, no mass. But then she's going, yeah, 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 at the end of it, isn't she? So, you know. Pick me. Is that libelous? We just characterize Postman as raping a woman. Is that okay? Should I look at the... Should uh, speak to the liquor and lawyer? Wikipedia first. Wait, I'm just going to call the liquor lyrics, uh, liquor <laughs> lyrics listener. Hello, Carl Rosen's office. <laughs> <laughs> um, potentially, potentially. No, but we're just, we're just theorizing the lyrics. We're not saying this happened. It's just because, to be honest with you, you might say, it doesn't sound like he's sexually assaulting someone, but I'd say he says, hit her from the back, pulling on her tracks, which is probably how you're right. And now she's screaming no. So you tell me how we're not supposed to read sexual assault into that. Or at least physical assault, at the very least. But what she's saying at no the to, at <laughs> yeah, the very least, the best she can hope for is physical assault in the song. Oh, no, actually, Savage is singing this bit, isn't he? So it's Savage doing the sexually assaulting while Post Malone masturbates. It, yeah. Sorry. Didn't want to be live us there. It's the way round. In ages because of all his Oxycontin and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the acid reflux as well isn't helping when you try now. It's basically uh, like playing <laughs> snooker with a rope. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to post jelly through a letterbox. <laughs> post Malone jelly for a letterbox. Great. They like Savage. Why you got a twelve car garage and you only got six cars? Twenty one. I can hazard a guess. I can hazard a guess at why he's got a twelve car garage and has only got six cars. I'm assuming the upholstery is being cleaned in the other six because some <laughs> bad shit's gone down in the back of them cars. Well, I'd say every start in a collection is only halfway through that collection of classic cars. So he hasn't quite reached what he wants yet. Or he just wastes space, which is funny because Post Malone seems to have a strange amount of space in his trailer with 200 women being in there. All single, by the way, those women he said earlier. All 200 of those women single. Well, they all they all said the single. They all said uh, the single. Yeah, the just trying to get with yeah. him. But remember, he wants to find a woman that actually loves him for him. None of these poses, Nick. Oh, so those 200 women can oh, go. Yeah, I tell you who he needs to take a leaf out of. Bucky's take a leaf off, Post Malone. His good friend, Mr. Uzi, who's trying to settle down with a wife and a kid. And it's Post Malone that keeps pulling him back in. His friends that are like going to him, Savage, why you got a 12 car garage? You only got six cars. If he was my friend, I'd be more concerned by the uh, physical slash sexual assault of the bad bitches than why you've only got six cars in the garage. Because there's plenty of reasonable explanations as to why he's halfway through a collection. He just likes the space. He's having some clean, like you say. Endless amount of obsessions. Yet nobody said to him, why, why have you just sexually assaulted that Spanish maid? No matter how bad <laughs> these bitches are, they do not deserve to be sexually assaulted. 
And I, I will believe that until my dying day. Yeah. I second that, Controversial take. Those are bloody good blokes. I, I ain't with the caking. How you kiss that? Kiss that? I do your wifey say I'm looking like a whole snack, a big snack. Yeah, I just put eh for this because I have no idea what that means. I'm. What, can I hazard a guess? Can I try and speak well, for a minute? I reckon caking is making out heavily. So I ain't with the caking. Yeah. How you kiss like that, like caking it on. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, or, or makeup. She's got too much makeup on, so we don't want to kiss her. Or, but I think it's caking the, caking the kiss on. Too much cake, like shoving the guy, like, smushing cake on your face. Yeah. Uh, and then your wife, you say, I'm looking like a whole snack, is somebody's wife fancying Savage 21. Mm. He's basically being a bit of a, a knob to some of his mates there and going, hey, your wife wants to shag me. And then and she's looking at me like I'm a big snack, not just a little bitty snack that you take at two in the morning when you go for like a, a in the cupboardy route and there's just like a pack of cheddars left and there's like five cheddars in it. So you eat them. He's a big snack. He's like, well, cake, big cake at two he, in the morning. He's devil's food cake. He's red velvet. He's a uh, chocolate cheesecake. How will you kiss that? From what we've already heard, under extreme duress, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, not much kissing going on usually during a sexual assault, I'd imagine. Again, I'm just putting my mind in the <laughs> mindset. <laughs> just putting my mind in there. Uh, speed dial, Carl Rosen. Green hundreds in my safe. I got old racks, old racks. LA bitches always asking where the coca. I don't doubt that, actually. I reckon Ellie bitches are always asking where the coke is at. I'll be honest. Oh, sorry, he says 21, 21 at the end of that as well. Whenever you see these tw- these little 21, 21, like, it looks like the little annotations you get in a book and it'll go, like I need to go to the glossary of the lyrics and it says, your wife say I'm looking like a whole snack. And it says 21, 21. You go to the glossary and it says, this means his uh, Savage 21's best friend's wife is looking at him with sexual arousal. <laughs> they go, oh, okay, I get it now. Okay, okay. I, I got old rats. Like, Why is that? Rats the nick- I think I think it's the nickname of like an elderly retired hoe. <laughs> <laughs> we just call her old rats. <laughs> she still rides around with them just because they feel bad for her. No, maybe she, but she like keeps the other hoes in line. She's like the madam, but she's like oh, when the fucking and when the when the woman's like no mass, no mass. She's like just fucking do what you're told. Do you know the fucking shit I had to put up with in the seventies? A bit of sexual assault's the least of your fucking worries. I'll put you back on the first bus to Mexico. Do what you're fucking told. <laughs> Still managing to do coke at 75 somehow. I, I, I bet she's got one of them holes in her throat as well. <laughs> old Rax. She's a good girl, on yet. She's a good girl. But yeah, I don't doubt that LA bitches are always asking where the coke is at, to be honest. Seems 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 about right. If you'd asked me before this, what's the one if I was on like Family Fortunes, it's like we asked a hundred LA bitches to ask a question. Our survey said, and I'd say, where's the coke at? That would be my first question that LA Ooh, bitches would ask. What if this is a direct quote, actually? What What if, like, he's, like, they're in LA in the hotel and he's, like, oh, my LA bitch. My LA woman. My LA woman. Jim Morrison, Jim Morrison getting mentioned again there, LA woman? <laughs> my LA woman, Leandra, just called me. <sighs> she wants some money for for the for some fucking dealer or something, pay off some dealer, give it to her. He goes, I got the green hundred in my safe. And then uh, old Rax is sat there and she lights a fire and she goes, you know what I always say, Savage, those LA bitches always asking, where's the coke at? Don't meddle with them, I told you. Don't meddle with them. If I told you once, I told you a thousand times. Don't meddle with the LA bitches. It all goes one way, up the fucking nostril and up the fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's old racks, not me. <laughs> 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 
living like a rock star, smash out on a cop car. Again, I feel like this aspiration to be a rock star is mixed up with just being a criminal. Rock stars. I'm I'm thinking Jim Morrison, Lemmy, Keith Moon, Bon Scott, as mentioned before. I don't think any of them ever just smashed out smashed up a cop car. Does he mean having a shit or have a wank? Because in England, if you smash one out, you're having a wank, aren't you? I think he's just smashing, smashing it. Is, that would that like, would be smash a cop car, smash out on a cop well, car. Yes, but they obviously don't care about proper sentence structure in this song, as we've seen. I can just imagine Carl Rose in the background going, "Guys, can we just put some, guys? This sentence doesn't really, guys just no, it flows, it flows. Shut up, Carl. Go get us some more coffees." And he's like, "I went to Harvard for five years. I just dream of the day I can be the uh, occasion for a successful music-based comedy podcast." I'm assuming. That this cop car is empty, and that they've gone in the donut shop or something. So you're you're a policeman, and you go into the donut. It's, shop it's outside a Seven Eleven. So gone in the Seven Eleven, gone for a big shit, and you came out. Would Long you shift. rather have semen or human shit on your cop car? Semen. Budget, budgets. The budget's low, so you're gonna have to clean it yourself either way. Semen. I think if it was semen, I could just pretend it's not there. Seaman doesn't have a smell, although Post Malone's might with all the hose and popping pillies. <laughs> He's done, to be fair. I wouldn't want to see his shit or his semen, actually, to be honest. Maybe he did both. Uh, sweeter than a Pop-Tart, you know you are not hard. Is a Pop-Tart the sweetest thing they could think of? I mean, it's just... They're quite sweet, aren't they, I guess? It's just a big brick of sugar, isn't it, really? Who's not hard? Self-commentary and reflection, perhaps, on how hard... one savage when he was trying to wank on a cop car. Help me, Those pills will do to you. That's what Xanax does. Self-commentary and reflection, perhaps, on all this, on how all this rock star shit doesn't make you hard and you're just compensating for something that you potentially need therapy for. Or it's just a dick joke. One of them. It's one of the two things. Ding, ding. We've got it. There it is. And then, finally... Finally, I done made the hot chart. Member, I used to trap hard. Living like a rock star. I'm living like a rock star. Hey, he has made the hot chart. He has made the hot chart, so I'll give him that. Got to give he him that. It and it happened. He's like the Simpsons. I'd argue making the hot chart number one doesn't make you a rock star. But, you know, and even just popping pillies, fucking hell, sexually assaulting I mean, women, coming on police cars. So, I don't know. Getting hot chart number one at the time he did unequivocally means he's not a rock star, i say. What's trap hard, do you think? It's um it's oh I know this as well. I think it means fucking. I think I think trap trap is a synonym for fucking, possibly. I don't mean the hot chart. Remember I used the trap hard. Okay. I think so. Fair enough. Or maybe that's like making it like fucking up because he's made the hot chart, but remember I used to trap hard, like I used to fuck yeah. things up. I don't know, could be what it could be any, who cares? But it's yeah. But is this one night, do you think? Because in the, let's just say this night started with him in the hotel room. Fucking a few hoes with 21 Savage. And he's popping some pillies. What's her name's there? <laughs> Old Rax. And then Old Rax is there. Yeah, so she, you know, she brings the hose. His, his friends are there chatting shit or farting and burping. One of the two. They're in there. They're smoking weed like rasters. Then he gets an Uzi, shoots some people, right? Then he, So it's presumably after that he has to leave the scene of the crime. Then he's like going to... A different car. He's getting a black car out of respect for the recently um, departed Bon Scott. Then he acted like a fool on stage, got arrested. There's a montage of him on the news, throwing a TV out of a window in the hotel room before he left. Uh, not to mention there was cocaine on the table and liquor pouring as well. Didn't care about that. 
and then 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 Twenty One Savage is nine. And then it kind of diverges like a kind of in a plot in a film where it goes off, follows another character. And Twenty One Savage is is after he's after Post Malone's been arrested. Twenty One Savage is got groupies coming in trying to fuck him, but he's not happy about that. Trying to grab his pants. Got hundred bitches in his trailer. Fucking superstars like a pop star. Drinking henny. Bad bitches jumping in the pool. Sexually assaulting women. Pissing and coming and shitting on police cars. <sighs> Sounds like the kind of night that you'd regret the next day, doesn't it? Feels like you wake up and go, oh, what what happened last night? And you go, oh, 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 shit. Oh, no, I did, I did. oh, no, I did. oh, it's not on, oh, God, it's not on Instagram. It's, oh, fuck, oh. oh, this is why I don't take Xanax. This is why I shouldn't take Xanax. What, who's he killed himself? Oh, what a day. What a night. He's like, oh, and then by four o'clock, he's probably back on it. If you've enjoyed the show, then please like, rate, review, and follow to help push us up the charts. Get in touch with us at any of the links in the episode description, or email liquorandlyrics at gmail.com. Oh, that's, that's been horrible. I, I, I don't know what was worse, listening to it during the week or talking about it. I feel I feel like I can move on from it now. I feel like it's been it's served as therapy for me. Shall we spin the wheel to reveal next week's song, Nick? Let's break out the wheel of mayhem. Let's do it. Well, next week's song is a classic, Every Breath You Take by The Police. Or as he's now known, Sting. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not going to be a kind of eight-hour episode tantric sex style thing. We'll be wrapping it up in under an hour, which is exactly what Sting's wife wishes he'd bloody do from time to time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be weird taking the piss out of the police, given that the car is filled with shit and cum and piss. <laughs> That's the cops. I feel good about that. <laughs> it's a five-hour. Entirely different breed. That's the feds. This has indeed been liquor and lyrics. That was... I'm just going to go and lie in a darkened room now and forget that that song exists, let alone that it was a number one in a multitude of nations across the world. UN nations really upset me that. Really upset me now. I've been Nick. I'm going to continue doing so. So are you. Who are you? I'm Dan. Goodbye. Bye.